This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of our Raw Reaction series and specifically the Arsenal Transfer Show, live for you guys every single day, 8am UK time, keeping you guys up to date with the latest Arsenal transfer information, making sure that you know what's going on, trying to make sense of the chaos and getting your thoughts too in our chat box as well. If you do and are having a great day and a great morning and a great week, please make sure you do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show you can of course help us out by voting for us in the football content awards as well information is rolling across your screen now or you can go onto twitter and tweet uh, i am voting for at the guna talk tv in at the underscore fcas for hashtag best club creator if you don't have twitter there is further instructions in the links in the description of how you can still vote for us but thank you so much guys uh, for tuning in i hope you're having a good day good week and uh, looking forward to it being now less than two weeks before the start of the premier league season good morning guys in the chat just throwing through some of the messages this morning good to glad first time watching live uh, says ybn so thank you for tuning in mate uh, good morning dave uh, three months anniversary, uh, says Jacobus. Is it three months in regards? Is that how many shows we've done now? If, if that is, then that's ridiculous. <laughs> I think tomorrow is the ninetieth episode. Uh, oh no, today is today the ninth. Is it today? I might have even put the wrong number. Is it? To, I think it is today. I think it is. Hold on, I'm going on the channel. I'm checking. Have I done the wrong number? <laughs> I have done the wrong number. It's not even episode ninety. It's episode eighty-nine. <laughs> so I don't know why we've put down episode ninety because it's not. I'm losing track of the days now. We've done so many of these. Jesus. Um, anyway, let's move on to the main bulk of the news today, of course, uh, and go and look at Ben White, uh, who was, of course, signed for Arsenal. We talked a lot about this yesterday. Um, we talked a lot about this yesterday because, obviously, it was announced and we had the opportunity to do a few shows and discussed it a little bit with Lee. Uh, we mainly talked about Granite Jacker in that show, but we did a Q&A show in the afternoon about 5pm UK time, like we do on a Friday. And, uh, and yeah, so we've, <laughs> we've signed a £50 million defender. I mean... It's it's a weird situation, not weird, it's, it's strange because 
I didn't really see Arsenal going for a fifty million pound defender in this window specifically. I knew Arsenal were interested in a right sided centre back. We have been since January of this year, but to go for a fifty million pound centre back when we had so many needs elsewhere, I thought was a long shot. Am I happy that we've signed? Absolutely. Am I laughing at all the other fans trying to take the mick about the fact that Rafa Varane has signed for Man United and we've signed Ben White for more? No. Do I care? No. <laughs> it's just they're completely different players in different situations in their career coming from completely different places. To try and compare them is just silly. And so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so it's just appreciate the player that we've got. And I'm very, very happy um, to see him signing for Arsenal. That is for sure. Moving on to our next signing that was also announced yesterday. Uh, Mika Beref, uh, we know all about him signing for Arsenal anyway. It was announced by The Athletic last week that Arsenal were indeed getting the 18-year-old Fulham striker. Scored 21 goals, 21 games, 13 assists. A ridiculous amount of uh, goal contributions for the under-18s. And he will join up with the under-23 squad for this season, in which he will obviously take the place of, we expect, Nikolai Moller, who is obviously left on loan for Victoria Korn this season. And uh, he will add some much-needed goal threat to the under-18s and uh, more specifically the under-23s as we expect them to push forward uh, with kind of an improvement on their survival bid of last season into hopefully establishing themselves in the league and maybe even you know, pushing for upper echelons of the table. But uh, that's Mika Biraf. And you can, of course, learn about him in the tactical breakdown that we did on the player uh, last week as well. Granite... Jacker. <laughs> um, again, we did do a, a dedicated show on the news that broke yesterday that according to David Ornstein and The Athletic and Amy Lawrence, of course, Granite Xhaka will, uh, or rather is, in talks with Arsenal about a possible renewal. Uh, it caused quite a stir. It caused quite con- quite a lot of controversy. Uh, and uh, I know a lot of people reacted very um raw, uh, a bit of a raw reaction, you might say, to the news uh, overall yesterday. And I think for me anyway, it's uh, it wasn't an expected bit of news, that's for sure. I was very surprised to see this news coming yesterday and I certainly thought that he was going to be going to Roma. I would have happily put a quite a decent sum of money on him going to Roma. And I just for me anyway, think that he is a player that will still add some really key qualities um, for Arsenal and really kind of add some leadership things that we've needed. Uh, or rather won't add them, he'll keep them because he's had them. But there is, there's always going to be the errors. There's always going to be the, the controversy surrounding the Crystal Palace game. There's always going to be these intricacies that fans, some fans, are not going to be able to get over. At all. Yes, chat. I see your I see your tweets. I see your messages. Don't worry, we're gonna to get to that. I know about it already. Um it's just I hope if he stays, and they said if he stays, I didn't say I'm hoping he stays. I if he stays, I hope anyway that we, you know, can really kind of get behind this. Fingers crossed anyway, that we can get behind it and uh, and and see what happens. He may still go. We don't know. But uh, it's one that if you want to hear kind of my extended thoughts and Lee Judge's extended thoughts as well, we did a chat about Granite Xhaka in yesterday's show. 
Moving on to uh, a new uh, target that's come up and uh, a new player, Lewis Lee, a 17-year-old central midfielder from Preston, very much looked at as uh, an exciting young talent and being linked with a, a number of clubs, including Everton and Leicester and ourselves. And so uh, we are interested in, in this guy. Seemingly, Arsenal are looking to add some more quality to their academy. And uh, Lewis Lee is a highly rated 17-year-old central midfielder for Preston. No, absolutely nothing about him. I'm not going to pretend like I do. Um, but uh, from what we've read, he's highly appreciated and Arsenal are one of the interested parties in him. So uh, maybe you want to look into if it progresses a little bit further. Um, Matthew Hopper, uh, this is a new one, uh, has come forward as well. The uh, Schalke forward, currently playing in the Gold Cup uh, with the US men's national team. He has been linked with Arsenal this morning. 20-year-old forward, can play central striker, can play in, in a wider area. I think this is a pretty loose link, <laughs> to be honest. Um, I I wouldn't say there is much beyond Arsenal keeping tabs on him. Um, but it came out yesterday evening, uh, really quite late in the evening, that Arsenal were one of the possible interested parties in Matthew Hopper. And I, yeah, I just no, <laughs> I just don't see this as a as a viable option. This it may change, but right now it looks like it's just interest. And Arsenal have been found to be you know, looking at him, tracking him, scouting him. That's about it. But uh, we were indeed linked yesterday to Matthew Hopper. So there's your there's your news on that one. Uh, Martin Odegaard, our Norwegian. Uh, <laughs> I say our, our some, most of us, including myself, wish he was ours. Um, he is like the new, uh, what was it? The, the I used the example of Granite Xhaka of using the balls on the strings that if you swing one into the others, it smashes the other. Newton's something. You you guys were telling me about it in the comment section. It feels very much like that scenario once again. It feels very much like Erdogan is uh, the next one. Because one day it's, he's wanting to come to Arsenal. The next day it's uh, he wants to stay at Real Madrid. And it's just going back and forth. And the situation is right now, it's New Newton's cradle. Thank you, Hans. Um, it feels very much like that is where we're at, is that he wants to stay, is that he's going to stay. And and that seems the likely destination. It's weird because in my view, like if there was a centre-attacking midfielder that we were going to go for, I thought it was going to be him. I thought that Martin Erdegaard was, was going to be the guy that, that Arsenal ended up going for in the end just because of the situation and how it suited. Um, but there's still a lot of time left in the window and uh, and we'll wait and see. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, it's, it doesn't look too likely anyway. But, uh, yeah, there's one that we'll keep tabs on and we'll keep bringing you the latest updates for Bruno Guimaraes, the next Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, is uh, a really interesting uh, link with Arsenal, of course. And uh, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get you guys a tactical breakdown before I go away this evening to, to Oxford. I'm going away to Oxford for the, for the evening. Um, but uh, So I should be able to get you guys something early to start of next week. And But this is... Uh, it's a story about a guy that Leon... It's a story about a guy in Leon. It's the best way to put it. Because Leon, as we all know, and their president, Jean-Michel Oulas, um, is, for me anyway, uh, a shrewd businessman is probably the best um, kind of <laughs> way to describe him. And as soon as there's kind of interest from Arsenal and anyone, as we know from our kind of projected uh, pursuit of Hussein Alwar, um, that... They, they like to try and get their money's worth. And it certainly seems to be that they're doing that with Gimaraish because the reported figure of 30 million euros, which was 
quoted uh, in many medias the other day, has now suddenly risen to, to 40 million euros, believe it or not. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I just unbelievable, really, um, that it's just it's the way that it falls. And for me, anyway, that I, it's unsurprising to see Leon raise their value of the player. But, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. If it happens, I think Arsenal will get a good deal either way. I'd still pay 40 million euros for the guy because um, I think he's that good and he would genuinely add to our central midfield area so, so much quality. The passing, the movement, the, the technical skill, actually. that that That's the kind of thing that we talked about with Lee yesterday is, is the ability to just kind of, you know, progress the ball, but not just slow down your counters, not slow down the play. Someone that's got the ability to, you know, take the ball, turn, play it on, pass it progressively, pass it in a direct manner. And that's what Gimaraish, um will, will give us. So that's that's certainly certainly one to uh, to consider. And uh, I hope to get you guys a dedicated show on him as soon as feasibly possible. Let's move on to the last story. And I know you guys have been peppering my chat box with check Ornstein's tweet. But if you saw uh, Gunnerblog's tweet this morning, uh, you would have already seen uh, this story. Um, but David Ornstein has also tweeted seven minutes ago now saying, in speaking with Inter Milan about Bellerin, Arsenal inquired on Latalo Martinez. 23-year-old striker, contract until 2023 is for sale. Uh, and Arsenal are thought to have mentioned Lacazette, but Inter need the cash, like we talked about. We mentioned that on, on a show previously. I, we said that Inter going in for Lacazette just doesn't make any sense, that they've got you know, they've got Lukaku, they've got some young guys there as well that can play in forward positions and they can invest that money on whoever they like. They'd rather have the money. We talked about that. Uh, so Inter need cash and the hope uh, that it helps them keep Chelsea target Romelu Lukaku. Um, it's an interesting one. I saw Italian media quoted yesterday and saying that Martinez absolutely no interest in going to Arsenal, that all of his future was very much either to, to stay in Italy or to go to Spain. That was the link coming through from uh, Italy yesterday. There was also a link from Di Marzio saying that, again, Arsenal are you know very, very much interested in Lautaro Martinez. And it does seem that the Telegraph's report from Mike McGrath has uh, a fair amount of credibility to it. It's It would still be an incredibly, incredibly difficult signing to do. And I think, I think anyway that Arsenal are going to need to offload a hell of a lot to, to get this done. And one of those players is going to have to be Lacazette because Arsenal are not going to be spending... 77 million odd euros on a player if they haven't made space. If you've got a Bamiang and you've got Lacazette, I just can't see Arsenal pushing for this move. They would have to move on Lacazette, surely, to then push for him. Even if it meant, even with the idea of Hector Bellerin uh, going in the other direction, which is very, very likely. Obviously, I think, for me anyway, um, that we would have to move players on. And and until that happens, it, it, I just can't see that. Uh, and so it's very much dependent on Arsenal moving players on. That is 100% for sure. Anyway, let's, uh, let's finish our news section there and move on to your questions in the chat box. And uh, if you've got some questions, some thoughts, some feelings, then please, please do throw them in and we will try our best um to to answer them as feasibly possible so let's let's go up into the chat and uh and see what you guys are saying assassin general says the whole Xhaka situation is a mess 
He doesn't want to stay. So why are we keeping him? The club tried to spin a good PR with Ben White and think they have pleased the fans. Nah, it hasn't worked out. I don't think that the, I don't think they were trying to spin any kind of PR with Ben White. We've known Ben White's been happening for ages um absolutely ages he was obviously at colney this week to sort all that stuff out it was always going to be announced today it was nothing to do with the timing of the granite jacker situation whatsoever um but in regards to granite jacker it's interesting because people say like he wants to go if he signs a new deal then obviously he wants to stay i why would you sign a new deal if you want to leave you don't sign a new contract it's as simple as that you've got two years left on your deal you wait and you say, no, I'm rejecting this, which could bring forth more interest from elsewhere, or it could, you know, prompt Roma to come back in again. You don't you don't turn to the club that you want to leave and say, yeah, you know what, I'll sign a new deal. <laughs> Just that doesn't happen. So if he wants to go, he'll go. If he wants to stay, he'll sign a new contract. We'll just wait and see what happens with that one. Uh, Zaren says, how is the situation for El Elneny El Nenny is not expected to go anywhere at this moment in time. In fact, there are suggestions from his agent that there even may be a, a contract extension in the offer, offering at the moment. We don't know if that's true and actually happening or not, but there were reports earlier on in the window that his agent saying that he wants to stay and that a contract situation is, is on the table. So we'll wait and see. Uh, how that turns out. I'm fine with El Nenny staying for a year. I don't really want him to sign a contract extension. I think it would block the path of the of guys like Miguel Aziz coming in and getting minutes. So I'd rather see Arsenal kind of move on from El Nenny. But this year, I'm fine with him staying at the club. Absolutely fine. Aziz, I think, needs a loan. Get Aziz out of the club for a year in the championship, get him playing every week at a good level. Next year, El Nenny goes for nothing. And we bring Miguel Aziz in as the perfect replacement in the midfield. Absolutely. Uh, and yes, I have made a fantasy league. The link is in the description if you want to join our fantasy football league for the upcoming season. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Make sure you are definitely getting it. Uh, Alex McCarthy says, Arsenal done the same thing with Mustafi when we couldn't offload him. We offered him a new deal, which he turned down. Arsenal still not learned this lesson. Obviously, that is 100% true. We did indeed offer Mustafi, according to Football London, a new contract. Difference is he rejected it. We will see what happens with Granit Xhaka. To compare Granit Xhaka to Mustafi... In regards to quality, in regards to output, is wrong. Absolutely. They, they are very different players. Mustafi is not a good footballer. Granit Xhaka is a good footballer. It's just, for me, a, a complete stark comparison between the two. I think that we can do a lot better than Granit Xhaka and should be aiming to do better than Granit Xhaka. But I just can't stand the ignorance at times at how people just absolutely blast Xhaka's quality, which, if we're being honest, he's a good Premier League player. He's not a great Premier League player. He's just a good Premier League player. And we need a great one. If we can't sign one, you know, it's a situation where we can protect the value, protect the asset and uh, and not risk losing anything more in a deal that could be struck next summer or in January or whatever. But uh, to lose our minds over Granite Xhaka staying, I think is silly considering what he does offer us. Uh, Peter Jambo says, Tom, do you think if Arsenal signed Martinez... Uh, would they still go for an attacking midfielder? I I think so, because it's a different position. So you'd assume that they would want an attacking midfielder, even if they got Martinez. But getting Martinez is, a, again, it's a long shot. It's a, it's a hopeful, fingers crossed long shot, but it's a long shot. And uh, and we'll wait and see. Uh, Zaran says, good day, Tom. Uh, if Xhaka still stays, who will duet Partey, I assume? Absolutely. Uh, GSPG says, not happy that we're offering Xhaka a new contract. I fear if he stays, we won't be signing any more reinforcements in midfield that we desperately need. 
I, I still would be expectant of Arsenal to push for a central midfielder, even if Xhaka stays. And anyway, like, <laughs> with some of the players that have been linked in the central midfield area, like, not all of them have been better than Granit Xhaka, if we're being 100% honest. There are players that, that certainly, I think, would offer us better than Granit Xhaka, Gimaraes being certainly one of those. But there are some players that have been linked that I, I don't necessarily look at as a step up. Zakaria, for instance, is not a step up from Granit Xhaka. So I, I would want us to be smart with how we invest our money into that specific area of the pitch. And so it's, it's about how we spend that money. And if we can't get a better player, why lose a player that's better than what we would have brought in. But if we can get a better player, absolutely do it. I'm never in favour of not upgrading on a position. I have no emotional attachment to a player that wouldn't make me want to upgrade upon them. And that goes for literally everyone. If there was a chance for Arsenal to get Jack Grealish and it meant Emil Smith-Rowe going in the other direction, it would make complete sense to me. I know some people don't agree with that and that's fine. But Jack Grealish is an unbelievably good generational talent. Um, and so even though I love Smith-Rowe, absolutely. If it was a situation where you could get Jack Grealish, I absolutely would have done it. So it's it's not, I can't have that same attachment to players if it means upgrading. If it blocks the opportunity for Arsenal to upgrade upon someone, then I would do it because it's for the better of the team. And the team is, the club is bigger than any player. That's why I just can't get my head wrapped around some of the thoughts and the ideals about the Saliba cult following. It's crazy. So I, it's, it's crazy. I'd rather see Arsenal go out and sign a £50 million centre-back like Ben White that's better than Saliba and, and get a player in that's better than him. And we have done that. So I'm not going to cry over Saliba not getting minutes because we've signed a really good quality centre-back that's, that's better than him. So absolutely fine with that situation. I hope Saliba comes back and plays and proves everyone wrong that doubts him. Absolutely. As always, we're back anyone putting on that red and white shirt. But it's about doing what's best for the team, not best for your own egos and own agendas about certain players at the end of the day. Um, Wilson, hi, Tom. What midfield positions does Gimaraes actually play? So from when we covered him back in 2020 and we did a tactical breakdown on him, he was a centre midfielder that can play progressive passes, that can tackle. He can play as more of a disciplined number six if you want him to. But I think he's better off playing alongside of Thomas Partey in a pair. I wouldn't put him, whilst I think you could put him behind, say, two number eights, I'd rather play him alongside Partey. I think that that is a, that's a dynamic pairing. It's a pair that would complement one another. I think it's someone that would really give a good, strong add to the spine and the foundation of the midfield and then support that attacking midfielder, whoever that attacking midfielder might be. That's that's where I'd put Gimaraes in, in Arsenal's team. Absolutely. And he's a brilliant footballer. I would love to see him at Arsenal. Uh, and it says, why are Man U laughing at Ben White deal uh, when they spent 50 million on a uh, on Wan-Bissaka after one good season at Crystal Palace? And now they're looking to bring in Kieran Trippier to take his place. I like Wan-Bissaka. Even as an Arsenal fan, I appreciate Wan-Bissaka. I think he's been absolutely mugged off in not being looked at by the England national team enough. I think he's arguably one of the best defensive right backs. Yes, he does need to improve upon how he goes forward. But I like that. And I would have been buzzing if Arsenal had pulled off the signing of Aaron Wan-Bissaka. So I don't necessarily agree with you, Ant, in regards to your assessment of Aaron Wan-Bissaka. I like him. I think he's a decent player. 
But I agree with you in the sense that I think it's ridiculous to laugh at Arsenal signing a £50 million homegrown, really highly appreciated centre-back in Ben White that's got a lot of potential still left to develop. Absolutely. So it's strange to laugh at that signing because it should concern people. It should concern the rivals. That is for sure. Daniel says, so we are giving Xhaka and Bellerin new con We're not giving Bellerin a new contract, are we? I haven't seen anything about Bellerin being given a new contract. As far as I'm aware, he's, if anything, closer to a move to Inter Milan. So I don't think we're giving Bellerin a new contract. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that that's not come out at all. But tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, SJ says, do you feel that Xhaka's situation is a stunt for a last-minute bid for them? That, I'm not going to tell you that it isn't, SJ. I mean, there's always the possibility that you could see it changing, that you could see them using kind of some kind of, you know, under-the-table tactic to try and to change um, how Roma are approaching this deal, to make them panic, to make them move for uh, for Xhaka more aggressively. There's always the chance that that could happen. So I'm not going to tell you that it isn't. Uh, Answer says, uh, how serious are the Gimaraish links? It seems pretty serious that we're interested. I And it has been for some time. That's why I was quite... I was quite critical of when the original link came out because Arsenal have always been interested in Gimaraes. Like we've been interested in him for the better part of 18 plus months. Like we were linked to him back when he was playing for Atletico Pernanates in in Brazil. So I to say that Arsenal are still interested isn't surprising. It's just it you need to look out for the reports that are saying that we're either like we're either in genuine talks with the club over a possible deal that we've made a bid that personal terms have been agreed they're the types of things that are new developments in the Gimaraes story but saying that Arsenal are interested in signing him isn't new like we know that Arsenal are interested in him that's the type of stories that we need to be looking for when it comes to progressing the Gimaraes story Dean no as far as we're aware Odegaard has not asked to leave Real Madrid that's a situation that's still very much unstable but it isn't it isn't a situation where he's asked to leave them so far. Uh, Abiodun says, uh, how many more signings do you think we will get done? In addition, uh, please don't spam my chat, though. <laughs> please don't spam my chat. I've just noticed you've been spamming my chat. Um, how many more signings do you think we'll get in addition to the three that we have already? And why is it so difficult to shift some of our young talents? Um, I'll give you a short answer because you spam my chat. But uh, I think we'll get three more in and I think that it's difficult to shift players because no one wants it simple as that uh Iqbal says for sure goal scoring attacking midfielder is a must and have been missing for years now um I think what we need and you're spot on is an attacking midfielder that can get into the box not just create from outside it I want someone that can do that that can be around the edge of the box that can pepper the box with with passes and incisive balls but I need someone that can score Absolutely. Like, they, we need to add goals because we rely so much upon our strikers. And we need to add goals to other areas of the pitch. And uh, adding someone that can score from midfield is certainly key. And we'd love to see that happen. Uh, Sarvik says, Martinelli, Enketia, Balogun, situation, solution. Enketia will go. I'm, I'm, I'd be pretty confident to tell you that I don't think Enketia will stay. That's not based on the info I've got. It's a hunch. It's instinct. I, I'm pretty sure that I'd be happy to say that I think that Nketiah will not be here at the start of, or rather the end of the uh, the uh, transfer window. I would expect him to go. Balogun and Martinelli, I think, will stay. I think both of them will stay. Maybe if we sign a Martinez, Balogun will go on loan. There, there's always that as, as a possibility. And maybe that could affect Nketiah, who knows. But Martinelli, is, I feel like, is on the cusp of having his major breakout season. I know that he's already had 
couple of years at the club. He's already played for the club in two full seasons. And obviously he's been injured and he's been in and out of the team and he's been used as a sub and an impact sub. But I feel like we're on the cusp of seeing Martinelli maybe have his kind of explosion, his consistent run of games in the first team. I'm just hoping that he's given that time and given that opportunity. Uh, Jose, I go for Max Ahrens at right back. He's my choice. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, Adam says he hasn't been good enough uh, in Ketty. He hasn't, Adam. Absolutely. He's not been good enough for Arsenal. That That is for sure. Uh, Bradsky says, Tom, love the show and watch it every day. Thank you, Bradsky. Much appreciate it. All the way from Sydney, Australia. Oh, it's, it's nice for you. 8 a.m. show in the UK. This is a nice. Uh, you're already wide awake watching these ones. Uh, thanks, mate. Really appreciate the kind words. And, and that's fine that you disagree with me on Jacka. That's the thing about the show is that we welcome other opinions. If you disagree with me on Jacka, it's absolutely fine. As long as you tell me that you do and you explain your reasons, I'm all open for a debate and a discussion about Granite Xhaka. That's what we're here to talk about. I'm not going to shut off someone's opinion because it disagrees with my own. If you keep it respectful, that's that's what we're here to talk about and here to talk about especially. Like me and Judge do not agree on a few things like we didn't yesterday. Me and Drew don't disagree, uh, rather do disagree on, on plenty of things. But the point is, is that we we ha I have guests on the show that have different viewpoints. Dan Potts, me and Dan Potts have rarely see eye to eye on plenty of things. He's a top bloke because he keeps it respectful when he comes on the show and, and, and puts his view across in a great way. So it's all about different views and opinions. And it's just about being as respectful as possible during those situations. And that's why we've built such a great audience here. And uh, I, it rivals anyone's. Absolutely. In fact, I'd say it's better. And I mean that because we've got a great audience here. Uh, Neil DeSouza says, uh, giving a new contract to Xhaka, uh, Bellerin and Eddie is not a player problem. It's poor recruitment strategy. Simple. I don't think the Xhaka, I don't put Xhaka in that bracket with Bellerin and Eddie. If you were, if we're Arsenal were to offer, which again, I've not seen any news about us offering Bellerin a new contract at all. I haven't seen it. Please send me these links. I've not seen this. Um, if Arsenal have, I wouldn't be in favour of that. That is not the best idea for the club whatsoever. But with with Xhaka, it's a it's a separate scenario. We've got a guy whose current market value is lower than 20 million. No one's willing to pay that because the player, the teams that want him are not going to be from the UK. And the teams that would want him are going to be on the continent that are, at the moment anyway, very affected by the effects of the pandemic. Giving him a contract and having him into a more stable summer transfer window in 2022 may mean that you get more money despite him being a year older because of the situation changes across Europe. Yes, he's a year older. Yes, if he doesn't sign a new deal, he's one year closer to leaving. And that's a different scenario. But right now, you're not going to get your market value for certain players because they're wanted by continental clubs that have been heavily affected by the pandemic. And so I don't see anything wrong with the Granite Xhaka situation. I've wanted Arsenal to really change how they approach the awful way that they sell players and to not just accept huge cut price deals just because clubs know that we're easy to get good deals from, we do need to change the perception. So I'm not going to complain at the club trying to change the perception of the way that we sell our players by forcing Roma to either step up or you don't get your player. You don't just cut your losses. This ain't FIFA. It's not a video game. It's important, the reputation of the club, and that's why you need to change the perception. You can't just accept a lower offer just because there isn't any others for the player right now. You, you need to make sure that perception is changed so that when you've got genuine players of talent that are surplus like Chelsea do and like Liverpool do, you can get top dollar for those players despite you not actually needing them in your team. And it's just something that we desperately need to change. 
Steph in the chat. Sorry. <clears throat> it's one of those mornings. Uh, Steph says, people forget when City signed John Stones, the reception was the same. So Ben White is a good investment. Great, great comparison. And when City giant signed John Stones for ironically around 50 million pounds, it was really looked at as, you know, a, a strange one. And yes, John Stones has had his issues, mainly because of some issues of injury. And then they decided to bring in Ruben Diaz and Laporte. But they signed Ruben Diaz. John Stones stepped up to that and became his number one partner, leaving Laporte, a player that I absolutely rate, now looking like he wants to leave because he's not getting enough minutes. And and Ben White, ironically, is of a very similar style to John Stones, a ball-playing centre-back, someone that can, you know, really play out from the back, good passing, good composure at the back as well. He hasn't got the height and the heading ability, but in certainly his technical skill, he's on that kind of level. And I am excited about what Ben White's going to do for us this season. If you haven't seen, there's a really interesting graphic part about how him and Gabriel complement different areas of the pitch. It's a really good stat. You should definitely check it out. Uh, Iqbal says, lack of transfer activity in July has really put pressure on the final few weeks to sell and buy. And it was always going to be a difficult window. We knew that, the pandemic effect, and it was always going to make it tricky. Um, but I am disappointed in a lack of outgoings, uh, even arguably more so than incomings. I really thought we were going to push on from January where we got players out even more so during the pandemic. And we haven't been able to do that. The, the fact that Kalasinac is still here, and I know it's difficult to sell these players, and I've put across that point several times, but there, there are certain players that you can just go, you know what, you know, we're just going to cut it here. Granit Xhaka is not one of those players. <clears throat> I'd argue that Hector Bellerin is not one of those players either. Like, we should be, in my opinion, expecting no less than 20 million euros for Hector Bellerin. He's a Spanish international. He's a starting Premier League player. He's got a couple of years left on his deal. He's not got one. He's 26. He's got loads of time left on his career. 20 million for Bellerin is a fair price. And that's one of those players that we shouldn't be expecting. Um, really, anyway, Arsenal to, to be looking for. So we'll wait and see. Uh, Neil says that the news about Bellerin's contract is on uh, Ars Football London. Let's have a quick look. Um, let's have a look. Because, I mean, you're probably right. Uh, here we go. Uh, due, uh, the Guardian um, has said that Bellerin and Xhaka have both... Wow, fair play. I'll take it back. Um, if <laughs> if the Guardian says it, then it's, uh, for me, it's a, it's a very decent source. Nick Ames saying that Arsenal have offered Bellerin a new contract. Wow. Um, the club have not lost hope that Hector Bellerin and Granite Xhaka, both of whom are keen to move on, will join White in this season's squad and are preparing to offer them new contracts. Bellerin's representatives met Edu and technical director this week and were informed Arsenal would like to extend his deal, which ends in 2023. Inter are interested in Bellerin. I've proposed a one-year loan with an option to buy next summer. However, Arsenal will entertain only a permanent move or a loan with an obligation to purchase. Atletico Madrid are also monitoring the situation closely with right back here in Trippier keen to return to England and Manchester United considering a move. Uh, yes, I know. Absolutely. 100% I'll take it back. Uh, thank you for sending me through that link. I think that if Arsenal do offer Bellerin a new deal instead of selling him, that's a mistake. That's that's a mistake. Um, I we should be looking to sell him this summer. It's different from Granit Xhaka because the midfield situations and the right-back situations are so different. I don't think Bellerin is that much, if at all, better than Callum Chambers is right now in this specific moment. And he would be, even if Bellerin stayed, Chambers is my starting right-back right now. Whereas with Granit Xhaka, he starts next to Partey. Like, Lukonga is a great signing and looks really good. 
He's not better than Granit Xhaka right now. I, I have absolute assurity that he will be better than Granit Xhaka one day. But right now, that's the situation that we're in, is that Granit Xhaka is our second best midfielder at the club. And we, at right back, have a player that is better than Hector Bellerin in Callum Chambers. So that's fine. Uh, Adam says, thumbs down. Look, Adam, if you want to dislike the video because you don't agree with my opinion, you know, I think that's a bit, it's a bit sad. But uh, it's the, the whole thing is that we're talking about opinions. And the fact that I'm open to people having different views to mine is why we've built this community here. So that's a shame. And that's my opinion. Samir says, uh, if we don't sign Madison, then I don't think we should go for Erdogan. He is not a goal-scoring midfielder. And in my opinion, he is less creative uh, slightly more defensive than Ozil. Mateus Pereira is a better option. Um, I disagree with Samir. I like Erdogan. I think he, he, you know, he grabs games by the scruff of the neck. His passing's insane. Uh, the statistics you look at, the way he passes into the box, the way he passes into the final third, he's so creative. And I don't think we actually saw the best Martin Erdogan whatsoever. Um, like, I genuinely don't think we saw the best of him in those six months. And I think what he did show us was great, but I think there's a lot more to come. I do agree with you about Mateus Pereira. I do think that's an option that Arsenal should certainly be looking at. Definitely. So for me anyway, I think that he's a player that will go somewhere in the Premier League and will succeed because he's proven to be a goal-scoring midfielder and someone that can create and someone that can certainly play in different positions. So there you go. Um, SJ says, uh, is Gabriel still injured? Uh, he is certainly injured. And I think that for me anyway, when it comes down to Gabriel, you can't rush uh, the, the type of injury that he's got, which is a tendonitis. You can't rush players back from that type of situation. And for me anyway, I look at that certainly as someone that has a future at Arsenal and you need to be careful with them. Don't rush them back. We don't want a Koscielny situation. And I know it was a different type of injury. You, you don't want to rush someone back from that. So I'm fine with Pablo Marie. I think he's a really good option. A really good option for us as a backup to Gabriel. So while we can't risk Gabriel, Marie is an absolutely competent replacement and a rotation option for us. I have absolutely no doubt about that. Uh, Yomi says, love the show. Greetings from Nigeria. Thanks, mate. Shouldn't Arsenal priority should be a, a cam uh, who can integrate into the squad quickly before the start of a new season? Um, priority is still, for me, central midfield. Um, I think we need to desperately improve on the quality of central midfield. We've got players who can play at cam. Smith-Rowe, Saka, William can also play there too. So... We have options, and I'm happy with Smith Rowe. It's kind of a one-player role, isn't it? Whereas central midfield, we have got at least two. If you play a four-three-three, you've got three positions. And for me, I think central midfield is my priority. But I completely get where you're coming from in regards to desperately wanting an attacking midfielder because it is certainly, anyway, very much so a. Uh, uh, an area of of needing to be addressed, that's for sure. Uh, SJ says, what centre-back pairing would you like to see whilst Gabriel is injured? Um, probably White and Marie, to be honest. Um, I think that's, I mean, it, it's a, a partnership that can work. They're both English-speaking. Uh, and We know communication's been big uh, at Arsenal in terms of the centre-back era, while kind of Gabriel and Holding never really worked out. I'm hoping that the longer Gabriel spends with us, obviously he's going to assimilate into the club much, much easier. And that'll make that partnership with White 
grow that much more. So I would definitely go with White and Marie to start with. But if you remember, Rob Holding used to be kind of a left-sided centre-back despite being right-footed. So you never know. You might see Holding and uh, Holding and White, that English connection, playing together at centre-back. So uh, you never know. You might see those two together. Uh, Van says, good show as always, mate. Love it. Uh, thanks, mate. Uh, but what's the surprise? <laughs> what is the surprise? Uh, it will be out later today. Uh, it won't be on the channel. It will be on my Twitter feed and it will be on at 101 Great Goals. But uh, there's a surprise today. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Just keep, keep an eye. Bang, keep an eye. I know you want to know what it is, but keep an eye on the Twitter at the Guna Talk TV. Go follow us over there. I was really southern when I said that. I am southern, but it came across very southern. Um, yeah, let's uh, go and check it out because it's uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Uh, Neil says, Tom, I don't have a problem with Xhaka. I have a problem with recruitment. So do I, mate. You're not alone. <laughs> why uh, Why do we not go for players like Sabasa uh, and Mateus Pereira? I wish, Neil, I could give you an answer. I wish Arsenal would be more sensible in the market. I really do wish they could be more sensible in the market. They just don't seem to be. They've made mistakes. The, the, the promising sign for me, Neil, is that we're seeing improvement. We're seeing signings like Martinelli and Tierney and Partey and Gabriel and Erdogan and Matt Ryan on loan. We're seeing better things. But the sales department is really is still lacking. January, whilst it was good to get out those players and we needed to get out those players, we barely got anything. Um, Barely got anything for them. And and so and we ended up paying Meza Ozil um, way more. So uh, it's it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't amazing. It was good. We got those players out, but uh, we need to improve that area. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, social. If you don't have Twitter, uh, I will put a link and I'll be doing a video um, at some point. Probably not today now because I'm, I'm busy for the rest of the day. But I'll put a link to it on the uh, community tab and I'll put it in the Discord server as well. So all of that stuff. Um, Pedro asked about five or six questions, was here for long and got to 700. Adam, look, Adam, mate, it's not personal. If I don't get your question, if I don't see it, I don't see it. It's it's not personal, son. I just, I've, I've just seen your comment there. It's, it's not personal. We have 700 plus people are watching. If I don't see your question, I can only apologize. It's not personal. Anyone in the chat will tell you. I read the question I'm looking at. If I finished speaking about a question, I look into the chat and whatever question I see, I answer it. I don't discriminate between anyone. Members join up to the channel and it might be that I can I see like the member symbol sometimes but I don't discriminate at all uh, between anyone asking questions. Zara, thanks for asking your question, mate. Says, is Arsenal interested in Ishko? Uh, I doubt it. I, I doubt it. Isco, sorry. Someone corrected me in the comment sections in a previous video. I've been pronouncing it in a Portuguese uh, way. Isco, uh, yeah, I think that it's just not a smart signing. Wrong age profile. Um, absolutely I liked him previously, but I just don't think he's at the right time. So there you go. Um, let's scroll up a little bit more because there's a lot of caps going on. Um, Sashwat says, I really like uh, Maestro. I don't know who that is. Um, no, who, tell me who that is because I have no idea. Uh, Real as it comes, says John Stones was error prone. Uh, I cast uh, a blind... Uh, error prone devil around Ben White. I mean, what? <laughs> You're casting curses on Ben White. Is that how rattled the? <laughs> that's how rattled our rivals are. They're casting curses on Ben White. Jesus, dearie me. 
Um, David says, everyone must be in dreamland. We've spent close to 100 million on the three signings after all the fees are considered. This is Kronky FC. Wake up. Unless we manage to sell three to five players, we're probably done already. David, I hope you're wrong, son. Um, but there's a real opportunity that you might not be. So, uh, absolutely. We'll wait and see. Thanks, Harrison. Uh, Amandeep says, the new contracts uh, make sense. In a way, we are protecting the selling value post-pandemic. Um, I think for me, it, it's it's always going to be about who you offer the contracts to. Eddie and Ketia, if we've offered him, and we did offer him a contract, I don't know what the length of it was. I, I just, for me anyway, I don't, I don't think that that was the right move because you've got Balogun coming through, you've got Moller, you've got now Mika Bireth that clearly we wanted to sign someone. It's it that that type of contract didn't make sense. But Arsenal have been doing some really good contract business lately. Smithrow, Tierney, Martinelli, Saka, holding a Bamiyang, I put in kind of a different bracket. But but still, the, all of those guys, all of those guys are anyway just such such coots for the club to go and get done. Because we've been so poor in the past that kind of nailing down our youngsters and making sure that they are at the club and our highest rated players stay with us. And that's changed. Whilst the recruitment in a selling department has been very, very below par, we certainly have done so well with contracts and, and that should certainly be applauded. Uh, Lenny says, uh, have we signed a 50 million pound centre-back to qualify for the Europa League or is it compulsory for Arteta to get us into the Champions League? Obviously the target for the club is going to be top four, Lenny, always. Um, and I think for me anyway, when you look at kind of the situation in which we find ourselves in with so many other top, top clubs pushing towards those players and pushing, sorry, pushing towards those clubs like Chelsea and Man United and Man City and Liverpool and Leicester and those lot down the road and all, everyone around us, West Ham now, Wolves are going to be coming forward again. Villa are really pushing. Top four is just so, 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 so not anywhere close in my view anyway to being a, a guaranteed top 14 Arsenal are just not there I think there's potential for us to be there and for us to get there one day it's just going to take a lot of smart recruitment it really really is um and I, I just don't see that right now we aren't doing enough we aren't doing it enough consistently to to be a team that should be saying, yes, we should expect to be in the top four. Absolutely. So, you know, it is what it is. And hopefully one day we'll see a change. Hopefully one day we'll see Arsenal back in that top four. And you never know, it could be next season. But I wouldn't get, I wouldn't start expecting Arsenal to be in the top four or, you know, being within a point of the top four by the end of the season because it's just, it's such a competitive league and we just need to do so much more um to, to do it so we'll see what happens hopefully we can make some more signs before the end of the window i'm going to wrap things up there thank you so much guys for tuning in um there will not be a show uh rest of the day because as i say i'm away uh in this evening uh, there will be a show despite being in oxford despite being in a hotel i'm still going to try and give you guys an 8 a.m show tomorrow morning um keep an eye on the twitter feed a little bit later on today i'm looking forward to bringing you a exclusive uh, piece uh, which i'm looking forward to it's been an absolute pleasure, guys. Sorry that we couldn't please everyone. 
I say there's over 700 of you guys watching so unfortunately uh, we can't get to all your questions thank you for understanding um but uh yeah come back tomorrow morning and we'll try to answer as many more of your questions as we can it's why we do q a shows so we can try and answer as many more of your questions as possible it's never personal adam don't take it personally so uh we'll see you guys tomorrow morning uh 8 a.m uh for the next update have a great day have a great weekend and uh, enjoy yourselves and as always up the arsenal It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.